understand that I am the leader of this new era and behind me, following me, you all will get to the promised land. But just trust and follow my lead. I am talking with CCW wrestler, the prolific poet, Noah King. Noah, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Ryan. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, first things first, I want people to just go out to Instagram and follow Noah King on Instagram at underscore Noah King Pro. Um, if you scroll through Noah's post, you'll find a lot of videos with Noah talking about his matches and and Noah you call yourself the prolific poet can you talk about that um so it's just uh you know going through uh school and and you know university and all that kind of stuff uh I've always been someone who's had a way with words if you say um so it just kind of naturally became something that you know, lent itself to wrestling and, you know, just being able to coin a phrase and, you know, spin a yarn, as they say. Um, yeah. So it's just something, you know, that I feel like comes naturally to me. Um, so, you know. Is it something that you've studied or is it, or, I mean, you said it comes naturally to you, but, you know, whenever, whenever everybody, people say that a lot, but sometimes it comes across as natural because it's been studied or practiced is it something that you have kind of nurtured or is it in fact just something that you've you kind of pours out of your mouth <laughs> um a little bit of both sometimes uh, it just depends on the uh the right the right moment uh you know uh, as i mentioned like briefly school was definitely uh something that um you know it kind of uh nurtured that a bit uh, you know, I was a gifted student, as they say. So, um, mainly in, in language arts and, you know, English and things like that. So, uh, it's always been something that I kind of like took to in a way, uh, as far as just being able to articulate myself very well and, um, you know, just, just creating painting the picture, as, as I like to say, painting the picture with, with the words that I say as far as, you know, whether it be explaining, you know, what I'm going to do to somebody or, you know, if I'm just painting the picture of, you know, what the, the impending match or, or the upcoming event is going to entail type of thing. So, Is there a speaker that you sort of draw inspiration from or poet? Um, it comes from a few different places, I can say. Um, I was really into like mythology and things like that in school. So just trying to be able to be an orator of sorts, just understanding, obviously, you know, we weren't there, but understanding the way like uh, speakers like Homer um, were able to kind of capture the audience attention and, and captivate them with just words. Um, and then a little bit of it comes from my upbringing, you know, coming through church and 
you know, listening to different preachers and pastors and things like that. So uh, just different cadences and, and different ways to, to deliver, uh, deliver words do come from different places. Other than that, um, you know, I dabbled in actual, you know, like spoken word and poetry. And I have a few friends who um, partake in that. So being able to kind of pull that kind of stage presence in a way. Um, so, you know, it, it's kind of like a mixture of things. Sure, sure. And I, I'm speaking to the, the the people watching this. Notice he didn't say the genius. You know, he didn't say Lanny Popo. <laughs> You know, like, like I said, I, I, I put it up right at the beginning because I think, you know, go if you go to Noah's Instagram, you'll see it's it's very different than that. What his, his presentations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was something that um, when I was getting started, that was very, you know, all respect due to, to Lanny Poffo and things like that. Um, that was someone that you know people told me yeah hey you should go and watch go and watch lanny you know what i'm saying like um which i did um but it wasn't necessarily the type of like kind of kind of feel kind of vibe i was going for um so you know it, it just doesn't really mesh well with what i'm trying to do and what i'm doing and things like that but you know uh much respect to everyone who's done similar characters and, and work before me so yeah his vibe was more of like a like a silly type of thing your, your what your spoken word is very serious you know um so it, it's a completely different feel that's why when it, when we started talking you know if people are you know longtime wrestling fans and we start talking about poetry I, I would think they were going to think of the genius which is why i'm like no go to noah's instagram and watch a few videos right. and you'll sort that out really quick right <laughs> so regarding wrestling let's let's talk about your wrestling background did you grow up a wrestling fan uh yeah definitely um i think some of my earliest memories are like sitting on the floor in my living room in my the apartment that you know my parents had at the time uh seeing guys like the rock you know back when you know uh flash photography was a thing you would see the guy uh you know someone like the rock or stone cold go up to the top rope and then you see all the the, the lens flashes behind them and whatnot and um uh, it's probably my earliest memory um but yeah no all my life i've been uh been a wrestling fan uh and probably since i mean since probably about like kindergarten first grade it was the only thing i've ever known for sure that i wanted to do um so you know just kind of stuck to my guns in that way so you you think even from like that young age like kindergarten time frame you had always known that you wanted to to wrestle yeah for sure um i mean different things had like you know um maybe around like eighth ninth tenth grade is when i kind of started to feel like all right well maybe I have to figure something out because uh, you haven't figured out how to, you know, break into, <laughs> break into the business or anything just yet. So uh, that was kind of when my mind, not necessarily wandered from wrestling, but it was like, okay, I, we know we want to wrestle, but, you know, the real world is coming soon. So we have to kind of figure some stuff out uh, and sure. figure out how to, uh, you know, just, just maintain and, uh, you know, support myself before I could figure out how to kind of, make it in, into into wrestling 
Okay. And as you're as you're growing up, did you participate in other sports and stuff like that, or is it, or um, did you focus on language? Um. So in school, I didn't do any like organized sports. I played a couple like you know. Um, I guess I don't even know if it, I guess it would be like Pop Warner, Pop Warner leagues, like park leagues of like football and baseball, yep. uh, stuff like that. Uh, in school, we didn't really have anything like, like we had sports and whatnot, but uh, I don't know. I just never really went out for them as far as like for like middle school or high school teams or nothing like that. Um, when I did, it was kind of like, uh, you know, a little bit of basketball, a little bit of baseball. Um, that kind of stuff um we had got a wrestling team at my high school maybe like my 11th grade year but by then it was just kind of like it's a little late in the game we'd be trying to like just get started so uh you know just kind of stuck to student student life you know just get the grades and get out (laughs) sure you know it's, it's just it, it makes you sort of a unique person in the sense that, you know, we look at this, this background that you have in language and stuff like that. If you go and you just, just pick cherry pick any person out of WWE or AEW, and you're going to start looking at their, you know, they were college football player, college, you know, big, big time athlete or something like that. It makes you really unique that you had a completely different path, you know, to, to wrestling yeah um i don't know it's it's one of those things i guess um kind of hard to explain as far as just you know i guess just the whole idea of being a natural and uh taking to things i mean doesn't hurt that i've watched it all my life and you know watching wrestling a lot of times is a big part of what we do uh just you know kind of learning how things should look and all that kind of stuff so maybe that helped me out. Um, I assume that probably played a big part in, you know, just allowing me to kind of uh, take naturally a little bit than, you know, other people who maybe weren't, like you're saying, college athletes or high school athletes per se or whatever. I mean, not like I wasn't, you know, I just wasn't really doing any organized sports for the main part. Like, you know, I would still go to the park with friends and whatnot, play football, play basketball, all that kind of stuff. But wasn't anything where it was kind of like, uh, you know, someone coaching me to do this, do that, lift this, you know, that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, I guess it does make me a little, a little unique in ways. Well, and I think it, it offers up a perspective for other, you know, if there are younger people that are watching this, you know, it, it says, okay. I didn't make the football team. I could still be a wrestler someday if that's my actual dream, you know, type of thing like that, you know, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, Definitely don't want to, anybody who might be watching this and might be, you know, not doing any sports or anything like that, you know, don't necessarily, don't count yourself out just because you haven't, you don't have the the background, quote unquote. Um, You know, anything is possible as long as you, you work hard when you, when you get the right opportunities. So, yeah. Now you like we we already covered. You said like you kind of made the decision that you were going to do wrestling really young. You 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 mentioned that, but there's the difference between making that kind of decision when you're young and putting it into action and actually go you know attending a school and and 
actually becoming a wrestler. So how did you take action? What, what were the, what were the steps that, that took you from the four or five, the, the, the kindergartner who knew he wanted to be a wrestler to actually being a wrestler? Um, honestly, I feel like the, uh, the shutdown, the pandemic was kind of a, a blessing, uh, for me personally. Um, you know, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people actually had took that time to kind of, uh, pause and reevaluate what they were doing and whatnot. You know, you kind of, uh, you have the whole world shut down you can't go outside. You can't go do the things that you used to do and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I do feel like it, it allowed me to kind of take that pause that was needed. Um, and I had made attempts before just like, you know, uh, finding a school and, um, you know, I was a uh, training for maybe like a month or two. Uh, and I was, broke <laughs> for like a better term like I was fresh out of college um didn't really have like the best job or anything but I was like hey I figured out you know found a school and I was going and um but you know I didn't have the money to support it so um I had to kind of step away and you know in stepping away I just got tied up you know doing life and working paying bills all that kind of stuff and uh you know it was still in the back of my mind but i kind of felt like i maybe you know i was getting a little discouraged like maybe i might not get back to it um but uh again the, the pandemic allowed me to kind of uh stop and pause and you know I, I had the opportunity to work from home with the job that i was working at so in that time while i was at home i was still able to you know do the things that i need to do to support myself but then also um you know be able to research and kind of try to find a school and um figure out where it was at make some contacts and i was able to get in touch with with uh with nelio and uh and dan over here at you know this great company that we all we all strive to be a part of uh coastal championship wrestling um and then it was kind of off to the races from there so so it was so it was in the pandemic so so if you go out onto the CCW YouTube channel and you search Noah King, you're going to find matches from 2020. So this would have been, that would have been like early on for you. Like when, when was it? When was it like the early it days was, of the pandemic? Or? It was 2020. I started training. I started training in May. I believe it was May 25th was my first day uh, training. Uh, I went to, uh, you know, the, the CCW uh, training facility uh first day in and um if you actually search noah king on the uh, coastal championship wrestling youtube page you will see me on the very first episode of alive <laughs> I, had, I had that note actually <laughs> Six <laughs> nine, right? yes uh no that was the first episode of uh alive oh, one That's yeah that was. the very first episode of alive i believe i wrestled uh I believe it was either Alex Ocean that I wrestled or it was a uh, it was a match with me and another student at the time and uh, we were attacked by Venetius. <laughs> so okay. you know a <laughs> great way to start my career. Um on on one hand, yeah, you got a, you got attacked by the Brazilian destroyer, but on the on the other hand like a live episode 1, you know, we just right. we just hit 
episode 100. And if, you know, if this thing goes to a thousand episodes, that's still your credential. You're there on episode right. one. <laughs> of course. So, you know, I like to call myself, you know, the uh, history maker in a way, you know. You so first episode of Alive, uh, you know, first uh, Soul Survivor, you know, just a lot of first coming, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. So, okay, so you talked about, you know, kind of how you got, uh, so your pandemic, May, uh, we start seeing actual, uh, you and actual matches by by late summer, September, maybe on, uh, on the Correct. CCW YouTube channel. So, uh, that, that's pretty quick. Was there anything, any like obs- major obstacles that got in your way in those early days? Like, was there any, um, anything that kind of like stood in your path? Um, major obstacles. I mean, and I think honestly, for a lot of people, a lot of times it's just going to come down to just your own, you know, your own mind a lot of times. Um, just saying that to kind of like, you know, just remind people. A lot of times we kind of go through these little self-doubt moments and things like, you know, when things get a little rough or, you you know, you're not having a good day or you have a, you know, a couple couple bad training sessions and things like that where you're just not getting it. You, you might get down on yourself and, uh, you know, it kind of demotivates you a little bit. But, you know, it's uh, it's all about being able to push through those things. Um, for me, I definitely had a, a few of those days where, uh, you know, I was training and it was it was a little rough, you know, it was uh, it was a little rough and things weren't sticking and, uh, you know, I was getting a little, little in my head about things, but, um, and just being able to persevere and kind of just understanding that, you know, it's all a part of the process and understanding that, you know, there are going to be guys who, you know, are going to get things quicker. And, um, I guess the moral of it would be just understanding that you know your path and your journey is your path and you can't necessarily compare your pace uh you know to someone else's because at the end of the day it's a as they say it's a marathon not a race uh well not a (laughs) not a sprint but um yeah just being able to kind of understand like hey you know this is this is a part of your your journey and uh just understanding not to get down on myself and being able to kind of like all right well next next training session you know we're, we're going to come back we're going to get it and you just kind of keep finding those little things that to, to motivate yourself um other than that it was just uh as far as major obstacles might have just been like uh i guess just being able to be consistent um you know with you know life happening and still having to work and all that kind of stuff um just making sure that every chance that you get, you are able to go and train and um, make sure you're getting that ring time, getting those reps in. Um, a lot of times that's a that's a rough part for a lot of us, even to this day, uh, just being able to remain consistent and remain uh, in training and in, in, uh, in the ring as much as you can be, even as you're becoming more of a, an experienced hand, as they say. Um, sure just being able to kind of stay consistent is, is the main thing. Yeah. So when, uh, you know, when, when you go back and you look at some of those early matches, um, that you were having and, you know, uh, in late 2020, um, you looked quite a bit different than you do right now. You talk about that, uh, 
transformation? <laughs> um, well, yeah. <laughs> um, so of course, I mean, in my early days, there was a. Uh, of course, I wasn't in you know the best, the best shape. Uh, of course, um, and that was something that you have to consciously make the decision uh, for yourself to kind of make the change. Um, and it was like I, I felt like I was you know I was getting getting you know decent to to good in the ring and things like that. Um, but you know I actually went to uh, went to our coaches and I was like, hey, you know what's something I can do, uh, you know, just to improve, to, to get to that next level. And, you know, he told me like, you know, brother, you gotta, you gotta get in the gym. You gotta, you gotta work on your body. Um, you gotta work on, you know, just getting stronger, getting faster, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, from then it was just kind of like, uh, making the decision and like, all right, well, uh, you want to get to the next level, right? So you have to make the change for yourself. So just being able to, you know, flip the switch, as they say, and, uh you know start getting in the gym i'm lifting five six times a week and you know then still going to training and you know getting the cardio in and, and all that great kind of stuff and then yeah um so you know Man, definitely think about your hair <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so um with that i also you know as you kind of find yourself in this in this art form uh, you kind of figure out who you are and that, you know, lends itself to different things as far as like, you know, my, I was wearing generic gear. I didn't really have any, any particular way to like, you know, portray myself and kind of evoke who I am without saying anything. Um, I was able to, you know, find a great, great gear maker, um, to, you know, manifest my vision into, what I wear into the ring and uh you know the the haircut was, <laughs> it was a personal thing um it was just uh uh the the culmination of a long journey that I had with you know my hair and that set of locks and um I felt like I was now in a completely different space in life so uh it was just time to let them go and I, I felt like I don't know ever since then it's been kind of like an upwards trajectory not that my hair was holding me back but um <laughs> you know just there's a lot of changes yeah, that you kind of described at the same time there just that happens to right one of them. yeah right so you you're you come to the to the ring with a cane now you don't need a cane for for walking you, you're you're able-bodied <laughs> like what tell I us mean, about the no cane. i did i have a have a janky ankle it does bother me sometimes okay. um, <laughs> no, but um uh no the cane it was um it was just kind of like a culmination of again just finding finding yourself um you know i was doing the thing uh you know i was doing the tag team thing for a while uh and i was carrying a book which was kind of back to what you were saying about the the lanny Poffo inspiration um but i just felt like i always felt like it's meh, it's something off about it you know um and i just kind of stumbled onto the cane and it was it just felt natural like i i grabbed it and i looked at myself in the mirror with all my gear on and i was like yeah this this feels, this feels a lot better this feels a lot more natural especially just you know 
as far as who I am in the ring and when I hit the curtain, um, it just lent itself a lot more more easily. And it wasn't something that I had to like kind of force. Um, so, you know, we just kind of took off with that. Um, so it kind of it kind of exudes the 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 royalty, but also kind of like the power, the uh and I like to think of the uh the Roosevelt quote of uh speak softly and carry a big stick. So oh yeah. <laughs> kind of that's, that's a perfect tie-in. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah. All right. So you have had uh, a feud and you know Nelio was on the show two weeks ago and he and he brought up you had a feud going with Eddie Valentine. And uh, he's like a lot of people that, you know, if they just go to bash at the brew or they just go to, you know, up in Kissimmee or whatever, they might not realize this little battle that you guys have had down in, you know, Pompano beach at breakout and things, but your rivalry, you know, you, you had a match at breakout 12 that's up on the CCW YouTube channel. Uh, but you, but you recently had a match in a, in at Kumite and mm -hmm. that, that one was a cage match and mm -hmm. it was a cage cage cane match i believe so right talk, so talk first was that your first cage match talk about this feud you know let's let's hear Eddie, what do you got to say about eddie valentine and this feud <laughs> um so this uh this thing that i uh had going with uh mr valentine it was um so back in breakout 12 uh Eddie caught me. He caught me slipping, and uh, he was able to 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 get a fast one on me. And mm -hmm. you know, I just as experienced as he is, and as you know, all of the travels that he's done, he's been in CZW, and you know, it's just I just needed him to understand that he 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 got lucky, you know. So yeah. I just wasn't gonna take that that loss lying down. So every chance I got, every time Eddie was in the ring, I was there, you know? And I just wanted to remind him consistently that, you know, that he is just, he's just not prolific. So <laughs> uh, just this past weekend at Kumite, it all uh, came to a head now. Eddie, he, you know, CZW original, he called his shot. He, uh, he asked, for the kendo stick the, the kendo stick match uh and we're locked in a cage and you know we went to war he he tore me apart <laughs> honestly um and that the kendo stick is very unforgiving um it pains me right now even to just sit in this chair uh but at the end of the night uh eddie was a uh, face down laying in his own his own discontentment and he understood that at the end the end of the day it's it's a new era and this era belongs to the prolific so all due respect to uh mr valentine but you know maybe Somewhere down the road, he can test himself again, but the result just—it's just going to be the same. So, yeah. Now, was this your first cage match, or had you had some before? 
that was my very first cage match. It was my first kendo stick match. Um, uh, almost the first, yeah, the first hardcore quote unquote match in a sense. So yeah, it was the very first one. Uh, you know, it was imposing walking to the ring and looking at that, that big looming structure. Um, but you know, I, again, I, I was able to come out on the winning side and it was, uh, you know, as much pain <laughs> as it was, uh, you know, it was an experience I won't forget for sure. sure. So, you know, I, I think a lot about, you know, big goals. So I, I'm interested to know, like, what are some of your like immediate goals and some of your more longer term, big, big goals in wrestling and CCW? Um, I mean, of course, um, you know, some, some shorter term goals, of course, I want to, I want to compete, you know, on, on the highest level at the highest level, uh, here in CCW, I've already, you know, uh, had a shot at the, uh, the Southeastern, Southeastern championship. I wasn't able to, uh, come out on the winning end. Um, and that's okay. Uh, but I do plan on, you know, capturing, uh, that championship someday. Um, you know, uh, of course I would love to be CCW world champion someday. Um, and longer term goals, of course, you know, I, I just want to make a name for myself. Uh, I want to, I want to get out there and, uh, grow, grow myself, not only in ring, but, um, you know, just in all the, uh, the, the companies that, you know, are, are looking to, to book Noah King, you know, um, I would love to to wrestle um, out of state. Um, I would love to make it to Japan someday. I would love for a run in, uh, you know, the British Indies, um, those European Indies, uh, it's a style of wrestling I really, really enjoy. Um, and of course, I would love to to sign a contract one day, and sure. um, you know, be able to take care of my family uh, solely on wrestling. So, uh, you know, uh, until then, uh, I will you know, just try to continue to go out and have the best possible matches that I can, uh, night in, night out, every time that, you know, my number's called, just go out and, and do, uh, do what I always do, you know? Who are your, some of your favorites from Japan? Um, Japan, definitely, uh, Jay White is someone who is, uh, oh, a top, top tier talent. Uh, one of my favorites right now. Um, who else can I think of? Uh, Japan. JY comes to mind. Um, Juice. Juice Robinson is yeah. is really entertaining. Of course, Mox and his run over there. Um, Kenta is an amazing talent. Um, and then there's a lot of, uh, you know, guys who kind of crossed over and came back. Guys like AJ Styles, um, you know, the Bucks, Kenny, um, even Kurt Angle. Uh, yeah. you know, all those guys, they, they go over and have a great run. Chris Jericho, um, sure. other than that, who else is, uh, Tom Lawler is actually not necessarily, I don't think, I think he's in strong, but Tom Lawler is, uh, he just wrestled in the G1 climax. So yeah, he, he's doing great things over there. Um, always fun to watch. Um, sure. 
yeah, and you know, guys like Tamatonga, uh, just solid all around. Uh, yeah. there, there's a lot of great talents over there. Um, sure. And someday, Noah King. Someday, someday, uh, you know, maybe even in pro wrestling, Noah, you know, we'll see where, where life takes us and where this journey takes oh, us. So. Didn't, even, didn't even make that connection. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for the purpose of those people that have not had the privilege of seeing you live yet, can you point to a specific match on YouTube that people should check out? Like what... We talk, if you can go to CCW YouTube channel, you can type in Noah King. Uh, what's your favorite? What match would you want them to watch from that, that that's out there? Your cage match, unfortunately, not up there yet. Yeah, no, no, no that one's not up yet. Um, let's you can get think. some clips by going to, uh, to Noah's Facebook, though. <laughs> oh, yes. No, you will get some clips of that there. Uh, you know, on the Instagram, as you were saying. Um, my breakout 12 match with, with Eddie Valentine, you know, again, I wasn't able to, uh, I slipped on a banana peel and, you know, he, he got a quick one, two, three on me, but uh, definitely that was a, uh, one of my favorites. Uh, one of the matches I'm pretty, pretty satisfied with. Um, breakout 12 shows up in its entirety, actually. Um let me think. I'm not sure, but I was able to uh, to lock horns with the, uh, the Florida man. I'm not too sure if that one is up on YouTube just yet. Um, but for sure, if you if you YouTube uh, Noah King, you'll actually see a match from my days uh, tagging in New Renaissance with uh, DLM. Uh, um, we wrestled. <laughs> uh, we dang, uh, we wrestled in Homestead. And it was a really, really fun match. Um, we actually wrestled uh, Richard King and um, dang, I can't. Jeez, I'm bad with remembering names, but I really don't want to like. I really don't want to not remember his name. Jeez, um, uh, but they were a really good tag team. Um, Jesus Christ, why can't I remember their name? Um. <laughs> But that was a really fun match. Uh, that one, we actually, uh, you know, we had a, a great showing. Um, and I think that, uh, and, you know, I, I feel like the best is still yet to come. Um, as far as I remember uh, what's on the YouTube page, you have matches with uh, myself against Agony. Uh, a lot of tag matches, actually. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I was had a great run as a tag wrestler. That's something that I wouldn't mind, you know, returning to someday. Um, yeah, matches against Agony. Uh, I believe I have a tag match against American Horror Story that might be up. Um, yeah, um, I I was actually able to wrestle uh, to wrestle the legend Gangrel um, recently at a, at a breakout. I believe it was breakout 10? Okay. I believe, um, I believe that show might be up in its entirety as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, again, I, I feel like the best is yet to come. Um, and you know, just 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 keep watching, keep looking, uh, right. keep watching the rise. You know. Last question: The CCW locker room is glued to their glued to their screen right now, watching Noah King. 
what's your message for them? Oh man, uh, CCW locker room. Um, the message is is the same as it always is that um, the new era is dawning, and this era is my era. So all of you, uh, quote unquote, young upstarts, those who consider themselves in the same class uh, as Noah King and um, understand that I am the leader of this new era and behind me, following me, you all will get to the promised land, but just trust and follow my lead. As far as all the veterans, in the locker room, please, please allow progress. Allow me to usher in progress. And don't stand in the way of the future because you will then have to be dealt with. And in the name of the kingdom, long may he live all right that said again everybody there's noah king on instagram at noah king pro uh with underscore before the the noah uh thank you so much for being here today anything else you want to say before we get out of here uh no thank thank you for having me um please follow the instagram uh the handles are the same everywhere it's also the twitter um a tiktok is coming soon um yeah thank you all for uh if you've ever bought a ticket uh you know ever reached out to me on facebook instagram you know liked a picture reposted you know thank you for the support uh thank you to all of ccw uh management coaches um other guys in the locker room, of course, we, uh, you know, I learned something from everybody. So, uh, yeah, uh, just again, just, you know, stay tuned. Uh, the best is yet to come. So thank you, Ryan, for having me again. And uh, this was fun. All right. The best is yet to come. You have been watching CCW Insider, produced by Minutes to Bell Time in association with Coastal Championship Wrestling.